High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. All right, we're off to Washington, D.C. Now that there's tons of excitement over there uh, before the inauguration, but I'm joined by a man who is inaugurated on a yearly basis, Michael Graham. Uh, Welcome to the program, Michael. We're very excited. Two weeks from today, we have the inaugural uh, speech the inaugural parade, and of course, George, the new tradition implemented by Donald Trump, the inaugural WWE throwdown match. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Um, you don't have trolleys in your hospital, so you don't. You just leave them no. die on the street. Well, we don't have that problem because we don't have a shortage of access to health care because we still have enough of this thing called capitalism to allow our private sector to thrive, which is why the world depends on the U.S. for medical research and the world depends on the U.S. for the most uh, difficult and important uh, medical treatments. And it's why if you can travel anywhere to get health care, you travel to the United States. If you can pay for it. We don't have to ask our private hospitals do us a favor and help out the government-run hospitals who don't have the beds and can't take care of people. And, of course, the solution for that, George, will be to take more money from the taxpayers of Ireland and dump it into the government health care system. But can we talk about the real issue of the day, the yeah. one you were just discussing about? Balladrine? Yeah. You know, I grew up in a rural community. Actually, the town, I wasn't even in the town, but the town near us was even a bit smaller than Balladrine. The idea that you would have come to Simon and Pat Graham and said, hey, everybody in Peelian, South Carolina, we know there's only a couple, I think Ballahadrine in the town, there's fewer than 600 people actually in the town area. We're going to bring in about 100 people from a war-torn distant land with a culture of violence. Oh, and part of the community where 99% of ideological terrorism is spawned. We're going to take the same people that you're watching right now, rape women in Germany and Britain and Austria. I assume you saw the story from New Year's Eve, George, just a couple days ago in Innsbruck. Mobs of uh, people from the same part of the world uh, uh, randomly attacking women in the streets. And we're going to take this little town with no police department. <laughs> we're going to dump these people. Yeah, on but you. there is don't no. Don't like it. If you don't like it, there's only one reason for you to not like it. Because you're a racist, bigot, hater. That, that would be, if you'd come to South Carolina and said that in our little community, you would have been dragged out of town on a rail. Yeah. Uh, apart from your hyperbole, and, <coughs> excuse me, I do, I do know that over New Year's Eve in Innsbruck in Austria, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a huge increase in sexual assaults. And, and so, uh, let's be clear, George, there were t- mobs of people from this part of the world, from this culture, recently allowed to come to Europe who went around in mobs and they would single out a woman that they could get alone, you know, away from the river and they would attack her. And six of those assailants, according to the BBC this morning, the report I heard still on the loose. And I listened to the entire four minute report, George, and what words were never spoken in the report? Muslim, refugee, Islam, even though those are the, the, the community from whom these individuals are drawn. And now I know this is the time where idiotic Europeans go, you're saying all Muslims are rapists and you're saying all Muslims are rapists. No, 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 no one's saying anything like that. What we're pointing out is what everybody knows, which is if you're looking for people with these specific problems, the community within you are most likely to find them is the All right, we get that. Muslim All right. community. That's just the way the but, world is. You don't believe me? Ask the people in Paris. Ask the people in Orlando. All right. 
you still haven't answered me. This trolley crisis you have. I mean, you just let people die, Michael. And now what you're trying to do with uh, tearing up Obamacare is more people won't be able to afford health insurance anymore. And they're going to die in the street. They won't be on the trolley. But the people who can afford it, and uh, and you're likely to live longer with, with cancer if you go to America than if you go to Ireland, because the American Health Service, if you can afford it, is absolutely brilliant. Well, it's brilliant whether you as an individual can afford it or not because we allow capitalism to pump investment into that system and everybody benefits from it. And um, people with a, beyond a Bernie Sanders level of economics understand that. But no, obviously people don't die in the streets in the United States. It's, uh, that's cl- pure nonsense. And okay. we have a charity hospital system and we have a government healthcare system. It's horrible. It's called Medicaid. And uh, Obamacare, the number one uh, expansion of health coverage to people wasn't Obamacare, was Obama changed the rules to put more people in our crappy Medicaid system, which they hate, which is why Obamacare has never enjoyed majority popularity here in the United States right. and why it's going to be gotten rid of. I love this one. Though. I, I, I said, Graham's going to go apoplectic when he reads this. A Polish guy. Uh, we, we, he's wanted back in Poland, right, on burglaries and everything, and he's been found guilty, so he has prison sentences. But he, he, we won't extradite him because he says he's afraid to fly. And the, the best part of the story, and this is why, you, you, I, I hope it's it's clear, George. I love Ireland. I love our conversations every week. I, I'm I'm a huge fan. I, I I really am. But there's just this is why people laugh at you. Is the guy. Who's he? Uh, uh, you know, in poll in Ireland, he's not supposed to be in Ireland. He's got a wife and four kids in Ireland. You get ready to get rid of him. You get to the airport, and he suddenly announces, uh, "I'm afraid to fly." Yeah, that's it. I have a fear of flying. Yeah. So, what does a sane country do? They say, "Sit down, shut up, have a pierogi," and then they put him on the plane and he leaves. But no, not you, not you, Euroweenies. Oh my goodness. He has a condition known as whatever, flyophobia. But uh, the interesting thing is the only way he could have got from Poland to here is by flying. I mean, duh, hello. How do you think he got there? Thanks for stepping on my punchline, George. Um, <laughs> and so but the fact that you would take this here, so I assume that when you try to put him on a boat, he's going to have boatophobia. He's going to have horrifying fear of water. They're going to put him on a car. I, I get car sick. I, gotta, I can't really drive long <laughs> Uh, now I have to tell you something seriously that's the hilarious part it's politics and political correctness over all facts and reason and that's whether you're talking about the refugees who some of them will be from Syria and some won't or whether you're talking about this guy but the the great thing is one of my near neighbors was the minister for education in Ireland a few years ago and she said listen Let's have everybody free to go to university, right? And we did that. And the net effect now is that it's actually very, it costs your fortune to go to university. Yep. It's still free, but you pay a ton of other charges. I see your pal Bernie Sanders wants free college education for okay. everybody in America. Absolutely. Free uh, college tuition. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, it's not like a bunch of people who weren't really interested in college will suddenly decide, hey, why not go party for four years? It's not like, People who are in college will decide, why should I graduate in four years? I'll take five or six years. And it's not like uh, surging these mediocre students into the university system will cause higher demand 
for more professors, which of course will drive the price up, which means the taxpayers will have to pay more for all this free tuition. And it's not like dumping a bunch of people on the marketplace with a mediocre degrees on mass will lower the value of everyone else's degree. This is, and you know, it's funny, Bernie Sanders is now the functioning face of the American Democratic Party. Hillary lost, Obama's gone, and he's an embarrassment. People don't even want to be around him. So if you go on, flip on TV, one of the people you're most likely to see is Bernie Sanders. But it's he's- interesting, normally, for people who are very who are very critically old, uh, our decision to have free university education did precisely what you uh, suggest would happen in America. We, we produce now a huge number of uh, mediocre degrees. Universities are now just inventing new degrees so they can put people on, on chairs, so they're doing remedial arithmetic and, you know, dog hygiene and heaven knows what. Uh, we have more people going to university, but uh, the net effect is it's, we have more professors, we have more jobs, uh, and the quality of our university education is actually going down, not going up. Of course it is. I mean, if you think about it, the, the idea of, of, you know, of uh, university education two or three generations ago was you had someone in your family who was particularly interested in one of the professions like medicine or law or engineering and who was kind of the best and brightest. And that son or daughter goes off and gets education and by prospering that lifts the family, lifts the community, etc. And those degrees were valuable and relatively scarce. Now you send off dopey kids you know, who were B and C students in, in what we call high school. And they have to have B and C level quality courses in order to stay in the school. And what's the school's only motive? The school's only motive is to keep your kid there as long as the pipeline of money is flowing. And so as long as the kid can get, you know, a government check to pay for that tuition or whatever, they keep them there. They're a profit center. They're not a student. Can I read some of my tweets, George, from some of your listeners? If no time, but I'll give you two tweets. Okay, well, just uh, uh, someone says, you know what, George, tell the sm- that small town it starts when they first arrive, then the families come, uh, the rest of the West Ireland families can say goodbye, and uh, someone wants to know, Glenn wants to know, George, is the Guinness halal? I, I, I don't know, I don't know. All <laughs> oh, right, okay, that's, uh, um, uh, what you may call it, halal produced uh, Muslim meat, you know, was killed by the uh, correct methodology. All right, Graham, talk to you next week. We'll still have millions of people's on trolleys when I talk to you next week. That's Michael Graham next. Here come the girls.